0: Welcome to the C-Trade Maritime Podcast. You're listening to Marcus Hand, editor of sea trade Maritime News. Today, we are talking with Tim Smith from Maritime Strategies International about the outlook for the tanker shipping market in the second half of 2023. Tim, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Marcus. Thanks very much. Tanker market has been an interesting one, um, pretty volatile, everything is fair to say in the first half of the year? And is this set to continue in the second half?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been a very interesting period. I mean, often is the case, with, I mean, I think volatile is pretty normal for, for the tanker sector. I think we've seen more of it than perhaps is normal. And really that volatility usually stems from uncertainty and disruption. And um, that, those are two things that the tanker market's seen in spades. Um, we, uh, As I say, I I think, um, and that's been driven, obviously, by the aftermath of the invasion of Ukraine. It's also been driven by the fact that we've seen policy elsewhere uh, move quite drastically. So we've talked about China from the dry bulk perspective. For oil and tanker markets, we've seen the kind of release of the zero COVID policy in Q4. And obviously, that's had a big impact on Oil demand and particularly, obviously, transportation and mobility in China. So, China's really come back in terms of a driver for oil demand. It's 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 normalized in that regard um, as it has been historically. Uh, so, that's been a big policy shift we've seen, um, certainly impacting 2023. Uh, and and the other on the other side, we've also seen a lot of movement on the production side, particularly changes to uh, policy from OPEC Plus. Uh, of which Russia is a part, but we've also seen kind of a se- series of rolling cuts in terms of production announcements from from that group, um, led by Saudi Arabia, which has also done some of its own independent cuts alongside the wider OPEC group. So we've seen a, a lot of these uh, policy decisions and wider disruption and driving volatility in the market, and obviously a huge redistribution uh, of trade as a consequence of the Russia invasion and and sanctions thereafter too. So yeah, we, we will probably see volatility continue. I think where we, when we look at earnings, where it gets interesting, um, and what, what hasn't been normal for the tanker sector has been how the relative segments within the market have performed. So last year we saw really VLCCs, the largest part of the market in terms of ship size, really being suppressed by that China policy, weaker China oil demand and imports, whereas we saw some of the mid-sized crude markets uh, being very much supported by the disruption to trade flow and particularly elongation of trade, of exports out of Russia. Similarly, in the product sector, we saw real strength in some of the smaller markets. So we saw a bit of a topsy-turvy market down in some regards in terms of those earnings we're starting to see some normalization in that regard but it's still not completely kind of back in terms of the relative distribution of earnings across the sector so that's certainly something to be keeping an eye on At MSI, we did expect tanker markets to moderate through the course of 2023. And we've certainly seen some of that. Adam mentioned at the start some of that froth coming off the market. Q4 was really the high point in terms of spot markets. We've seen conditions generally move downwards across uh, the first half of this year, um, certainly in terms of spot. And we've seen some of those time charter rates as well uh, easing off too. Um, So those have been some of the, the key um, features of the the earnings um the tanker market earnings across
0: the first half of 2023 so some of that froth coming off as you say uh, I mean I think in the sort of when the tanker market went up very very sort of fast early last year you know sanctions was a big big factor into that is sanctions still a factor going forward or is that all sort of factored in now
1: yeah de- I mean definitely we are seeing a massive shift in terms of trade flow patterns and so we talk about sanctions we talk about policy it's so key almost everywhere you look in terms of um, the tanker sector and obviously Europe's ban on seaborne oil imports from Russia um, which took effect for crude in uh, Q4 last year and for products in Q1 23 has massively shifted global trade flows both in terms of what Europe imports. Uh, So it's increased its crude imports from places like Africa, from North America, uh, from Middle East, uh, in order to substitute Russian crude, which obviously in both cases of crude and product were very short-haul flows from Russia to Europe. Now those have become medium or long-haul flows. It's also, on the product side, had to redistribute, resource imports from other regions. We're seeing particularly the Middle East as well as other regions contributing to Europe's product inflows and then vice versa Russia has had to uh, move its crude exports and product exports to other regions further away and it's actually kept it's it's actually been more stable in terms of the overall production export volumes than perhaps we'd expected Um, but it's increased crude exports to Asia particularly India has been a key destination for Russia crude exports And more recently, we've seen the products map changing a lot. So Russian product exports moving to places like uh, Turkey, Middle East, North Africa, and increasingly further afield to Latin America and um, Asia as well. So the oil trade map has has been uh, changed and disrupted, and that's driven a lot of the upside for the tanker sector. That is going to stay in place, I mean, unless we see some radical shift in geopolitical conditions which we don't expect we're going to see that stay in place but there's going to be a limited runway if you like in terms of you know ongoing changes ongoing upside from that distance component of demand and meanwhile we're seeing some of the volumes if you like so when you talk tonne miles in shipping we've got tons the volumes of cargo, we've got the miles is how far they travel. We're going to see some of that volume side get eroded, certainly on the crude side from some of these cuts in production from OPEC+. Plus. So after a real surge in demand, um, certainly in 2022 and in 2023, some of that's going to ease off, we think. And that's going to relate into the tanker sector. Um, so second half of 2023, as I said, we expected some moderation this year. We're seeing that continue through kind of Q3.
0: Okay, so we are seeing that the moderation in the market. I think just one last question would be: we have seen some return, a bit more new building orders for some of the larger sizes of ships in recent months. Given that sort of moderation mark in the market, are we going to see more orders to come?
1: We expect to in the longer run. Again, interesting feature of the tanker sector, perhaps certainly how it differs from containers. We talked about the supply side there tanker markets have seen very very little ordering certainly last year was a a real low point in terms of contracting Um, so we don't have a a big order book in fact we have the opposite it's a a very low order book which means to some degree the market has a has an amount of protection from the supply side if you like uh, going forward so even if demand does uh, slow down as we expect the supply side looks very constructive. We have started to see orders come back, as you mentioned, uh, focused certainly on some of the areas in the product sector, so LR2s, and you might relate that into some of the the trade flow changes we're seeing. There's a lot of refinery capacity coming on in the Middle East, which is likely in in large parts to be export capacity, which those vessels may service. Um, But also we expect the contracting side to pick up because... Although we see some moderation in earnings, we still think tanker earnings are going to be relatively solid going forward. So we expect some of that to translate into more faith in terms of the longer term outlook for the sector. And also the fleet, the tanker fleet, actually will need to see some renewal, some um, capacity come in, because actually we see over the, the next few years, we expect the fleet to actually contract in terms of overall supply. So... We do. Uh, we think some of that demand is is going to continue, and we'll see new build- tanker new building contracting to to continue to rise over the course of twenty four twenty five. But
0: overall, actually, quite a positive picture in terms of the demand supply balance. Then,
1: yeah, definitely. I think we're, we're certainly, as I say, we're, we're kind of constructive on the longer term outlook. We do see some some shifts. It's certainly not going to be a straight line, and things might ease off, and it might be more. So more emphasis on that in, in certain parts of the market that might have seen some of the extreme upside. I'm talking maybe in the middle of the market, if you like, in terms of size ranges. But yeah, over the long term, it's a constructive outlook driven and supported by that supply side.
0: That is all we have time for on this episode of the Sea Trade Maritime podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, make sure you subscribe on the app of your choice to never miss an episode. Thank you for listening.